Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Well, the city is still here. Reading from Rick Kogan's column in the Chicago Tribune, which I subscribe to and try to read everything each and every day. Reading from Rick's column, you can experience the city through Jeffrey Bear, who has for many years provided what amounts to a series of television travelogues. You'll watch him walk, ride his bike, cruise on ships along the river, ride the L, and otherwise explore and explain the place in which we all live. And tonight, the most beautiful places in Chicago debuts at 7 o'clock on Channel 11. And here's, uh, here's how he explains the show on the show. There are so many astonishingly beautiful treasures in the city and suburbs, from artfully crafted landscapes to surprising hidden gems to breathtaking views of arguably the most beautiful skyline in the world. Look, I uh, spent years in Boston. I've lived in New York. I have a house out in Southern California. Uh, my daughter lives there now. And I must say, this is a beautiful, beautiful city. Whether it's the clean, modern lines of Frank Lloyd Wright and Jeannie Gang, where do you start? Unbelievable. Or the over-the-top opulence of styles from history. It's an engineering marvel. Yes. Yes, it is. Well, where do we start? By welcoming Jeffrey Bear, a historian, personality of Channel 11, back to uh, Double Dallas. Uh, Jeffrey, welcome. Give us a preview of some of the highlights we can see tonight. Oh, well, thank you for having me on. And boy, wow, I'm, uh, to, to hear that from someone like Rick Kogan, that, that's quite a, a thrill. Um, yeah, so... It's kind of uh, all these different visually beautiful places in Chicago. So you have, for example, Jeannie Gangs, the architect Jeannie Gangs, new um, St. Regis Tower, which is right near the mouth of the Chicago River, uh, that sort of gleaming blue glass tower that zigzags up toward the sky. But then, you know, also just really stunning sacred spaces from all over the region. So we go to a, a Hindu temple called a Mandir out in Bartlett with his hand carved out of marble in India. And it was shipped to Bartlett in pieces and reassembled like a giant jigsaw puzzle. It, it just boggles your mind to be in there. We go to the Elks Memorial up in uh, Lincoln Park. We walk inside there. You think you've suddenly been airlifted to Rome and you're inside the Pantheon and then you walk in the next room and you feel like you're in the Palace of Versailles in France. So it's, it's beautiful play and, and beautiful natural areas too, like um, Ping Tom Park just along the uh, Chicago River in Chinatown or this old limestone quarry in Bridgeport that's now a beautiful park called Palmasano Park. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby Abby, Scabby, the whole school yeah, just hurt see. me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created the show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Do you think that uh, the Manhattan building on South Dearborn is an overlooked gem in Chicago? 
<laughs> well, you know, I put that in the show for one particular reason. There's a there's a segment in the show where I I go around and I I, I zero in on little little bits of ornament on buildings that you would you'd walk right by the building and you wouldn't necessarily notice the ornament. So the Manhattan Building is one of the oldest skyscrapers in the world on South Dearborn Street, one of the pioneering very first skyscrapers. I have to say it was designed by William LeBaron Jenny, who was probably more of an engineer than an architect. It's a kind of a mishmash of, of different uh, styles and ideas. But um, the reason it's in the show is because, uh, you know, when it was built in the 1890s, it was only, it's only 16 stories tall, but people couldn't believe their eyes. Mm-hmm. And they, it, it, so when they looked up at the building, and when you look up at the building, the architect has stuck these faces on the bottoms of the bays, kind of sticking their tongue out, looking back at you. So I kind of <laughs> feel like that's, you know, that's kind of uh, a little gesture to uh, the gawkers and rubberneckers. So that's why I put it in the show. Jeffrey Bear is here tonight. Uh, you can watch his uh, latest special on Channel 11. Chicago is still a beautiful city. It uh, debuts tonight at 7. You can see it on the website, obviously. Uh, how do you think Sullivan would feel about his magnificent historic entrance, formerly of Carson Perry Scott, now being part of a Target store? Well, I think he'd be glad it's still standing. I'll say that. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it, you know, it's, 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 it isn't an interesting comment, really, isn't it, on uh, kind of how retail has evolved. That You're talking about the, uh, the Carson Perry Scott store at State in Madison, which is encrusted with this amazing, highly original uh, ornament or decoration in cast iron from the great pioneering architect Louis Sullivan in the 1890s. Uh, you know, kind of speaking to the glamour of of shopping and of retail. And uh, yeah, now it's a Target store. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I agree with you. I'm glad it's still there. What did you find that was beautiful at the the former U.S. Steel Complex, uh, South Works? I know that's part of the show, but I have no idea what you're going to show us. Yeah, so um, this is a, so this part speaks actually to what happened in the show as I was making it, which is I thought I was just going after visual beauty, right? But we met all these amazing people and they started telling their stories of why these places are so beautiful to them. Uh, and, and so it's really more, it, it's also about the, the beauty of the meaning of these places. So you're talking about the site of the old U.S. Steel South Works down by the Calumet River, right along the Chicago Lakefront. It was torn down. It's an abandoned uh, site now. It's, a, it's just a vacant parcel of land. But there's a little park that's been put there by the Chicago Park District, and it's the first time in 100 years, more than 100 years, that people in this neighborhood have access to the lakefront. And so this, this guerrilla artist from the neighborhood who actually worked in the steel mill when he was 17 – just made this little sculpture there uh, of a steel worker surrounded by his family that speaks to what this um, steel mill meant to the community and, and what it meant when the community lost the steel mill. Yeah, meant everything. So you have a companion piece that's at uh, com slash beautiful places that you can check out. And I understand that uh, the former architecture critic for the Tribune is part of the show explaining some of these uh, sites. That is right, and thank you for mentioning the uh, the website. Yeah, Blair Kamen, the former architecture critic of the Chicago Tribune, takes me to the lobby of the Rookery Building in the in the program. Which, if you've never been inside there, talk about it like a hidden gem in Chicago. You it's this big, heavy stone building, and you walk inside, and and the center of it is just this this ethereal, lacy light court with light streaming down through the glass roof. 
and and that was one of Blair's favorite places, so he wanted to include that uh, in the show. You did mention though the website, and and there's a little connection there to something that you mentioned earlier. You know this U.S. Steel Southworks site where we talked this guerrilla artist. We have a special feature on the website, like an exclusive feature. Uh, he is he calls himself a guerrilla artist. Um, he went down to the lakefront years ago, decades ago, and he just, without any permission, carved this mermaid into the stone, one of those big stone blocks on the lakefront. And we did a special feature about this that's only on the website. It's not in the show. For years and years, nobody know, knew who carved this. And then his own daughter outed him when there was an article about it in the uh, Chicago Sun-Times, I think because she was the model for it, so she was uh, proud. Well, I look forward to watching the show at 7 o'clock, traffic permitting uh, today. If not, I'll check it out on the website. Jeffrey Bear, always a pleasure having you on the program. Thank you so much for having me on. Woven together, it's a tapestry that represents the rich diversity of Chicago. Join me as we explore the most beautiful places in Chicago. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. so why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What women binge wherever you listen.